Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Tuesday, June 7th, 2022, and this is day 1542 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you, we praise you, we glorify you with our very being, with all that is within us. Thank you so much for creating us in your image and giving us your breath of life, for helping us to go forth and fulfill the purpose that you've given us for today. Help us, Father, to have a great attitude while doing so, to be full of the fruit of the Spirit as we go forth and share the love of Jesus with others. I thank you, Lord, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so very much for tuning in. Today's message is, talk is cheap. Yep, you need to show me. You know how they say we're from the show me state in Missouri. Show me. Don't just tell me. Don't just talk a good talk. You know, you've heard it. We've seen many commercials where they do it. Uh, They're constantly nothing. There's some man that comes on and selling like these prayer cloths and stuff like that to people. and, And it just really breaks my heart because... People, you know, there's some people that are really vulnerable that believe what he's saying, but everything that he's saying, the way you can tell that it's false is the fact that he never, or it's rare that he ever glorifies God. He's only glorifying himself. And when people do that, you know that those are false teachers, or at least at that moment they are. (laughs) And so if they're doing it at that moment, that is more than likely their MO, the way that they function, their mode of operation. We're going to be coming out of Matthew chapter 7, verses 15 through 23. And Jesus teaches us how to identify those false prophets and teachers and understand what uh, we must do uh, as uh, his children and not fall for the fall prey to these false teachers, these perpetrators. All right, so let's get started. It says, Jesus says, watch out for false prophets. So false prophets were common in Old Testament times. They prophesied only what the king and the people wanted to hear, claiming it was God's message. Jesus indicates that false prophets were just as prevalent in his time. False teachers are just as common today. So Jesus says to be aware, beware of those whose words, um, you know, they talk a good talk, but actually they're full of Satan. They're full of sin. All right. So that that's, that's why he says, watch out for false prophets. He says, they come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. By their fruit, you will recognize them. Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Likewise, every good tree bears good fruit. 
But a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit. And a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus, by their fruit, you will recognize them. And I know this might sound like hmm, no big deal. This is so critical and so important as we are living in these last days. There are so many false uh, teachers, uh, perpetrators, salespeople, whoever they are, uh, who are who are being motivated by evil. And uh, their goal is to take advantage of other people, of other people's kindness, of their, you know, generosity, whatever the reason their goals uh, are not of God. And so we must be aware. We must, we don't need to be fearful, but we need to always be aware. And we need to teach our children, our grandchildren, our nieces, our nephews, we need to make them aware. This teaching is so important uh, to raise our children up to understand because we're not going to be with them everywhere they go. So we need to equip them with these tools as we equip them with the food they need to eat, with the clothing they need to wear. We need to equip them uh, with this knowledge to understand. And, and I know that so many do when they say, you know, stranger danger and things like that. Well, understanding how people smooth talk and we're going to be talking more about this as it as it pertains to human trafficking this is exactly how they come across uh, as someone saying what people want to hear what they've watched and observed in order to um, get that person and and take advantage of them verse 21 says not everyone who says to me lord lord will enter the kingdom of heaven but only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, and that day is the final judgment. All right, that day is coming soon. The great white throne judgment. And that is when those who have not done the will of God, that final judgment will have to stand before God to answer for what they've done. And he says, um, on that day, Lord, let me, he says, let me go back, verse 22. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and in your name perform many miracles? Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evil doers. That is what is going to be said. See, people are thinking, not you, but I'm just saying in general, we're, we're running into this. Look at our politicians. <laughs> Many say what people, what they think people want to hear just to get in, just to get your vote. Not all politicians are that way. But what's so rough now is to determine which ones are real and which ones are fake, you know, and so. That is what we have to be good fruit inspectors in order to determine who we put in office. So let's get to our points. Point number one, whenever you go to the store to get your fruit, you typically look each one over before adding it to your bag, right? 
You're going to examine it, checking it for bruises or if it's rotten, especially, you know, a bag of apples or a bag of potatoes. And if there's one rotten one in there, it just rot. It'll it'll definitely ruin the whole batch. Um, one of the things we learned when we were um, had our bakery doing making uh, dinner rolls and cinnamon rolls. One of the things that I learned was how um, when the bread starts to mold and you see it on the outside, it had already started molding from the inside where we did not see it and then worked its way out to the outside. So once you see it on the outside, it's already destroyed on the inside. So that's that's the same thing we need to do when de- determining whether someone who teaches or preaches the word of God is truly called by God to do so. See, God calls us to preach or teach his word. And we have we need to be obedient to him and do it according to his will. Even he calls us as, you know, parents, again, aunts and un- uncles and grandparents uh, to teach the children. But parents need to raise their children up in the way they should go. And that's according to God's word. So we've been given the responsibility to teach them. If it means during dinner once a week, uh, having Bible study, and it and it could be one verse that you share, and you you have the kids say what what do you think about this, or let's act this out, or you know, uh, have you seen anything like this? You know, describing it and and making it real to them and understanding it, you know, and and interacting with them in this way because there's so many others that are false teachers and perpetrators out here uh, virtually uh, that are getting our children's attention and they have our their ear, they have their eyes, they're, they're you know, captivated all the time by these fake uh, perpetrating people of evil. So we need to be aware. Uh, I'll never forget a preacher that used to come to our church many years ago uh, when I first got saved. And, I, you know, and I might have been saved for a couple of years by that time. I was in my early 20s. And uh, this man would come to the church once a year for a revival. Our pastor would invite him and he was really good. <coughs> he really could preach and, and teach. And, and we were really excited. And, and then at the end, he would spend another good 30 minutes collecting money. A long time. I mean, it just ruined everything for me that he preached because he put more emphasis on the money. And I mean, to the point of saying things like, you know, you want to pay your rent and that's all you've got. Pay, give it to me. And then God's going to bless you with your rent money. Well, that doesn't line up with the word of God. That's why we need to look read the word of God for ourselves. That's why when uh, I share the word with you, I always start with God's word uh, with scripture and sharing it directly from the word of God. I don't just come in and say, here's Jackie's word. No, (laughs) it's not about me. It's not about my words. It's about God's word. So understanding what the word of God says, and and the only way we're going to know that is by reading it for ourselves, taking time out to study it, to see if it lines up with God's will. You know, God says, have faith in him and he will provide, not faith in a man. 
and going through a man to do it. No, 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 no. We go through Jesus Christ. That's why there's no more need for a priest. You know, we now Jesus is our high priest and we go through him to get to God, not through a man to go and confess anything. So understanding that because this is what God's word says and that y'all is the key. <laughs> That's the that is the ultimate. So uh, we once had a bad tree in our backyard that was really it was really dead. It it you know, it would produce you know, good leaves sometimes. And then other times they would just be dead. It looked alive at times, but it was actually dead from the inside out. And we had to have it cut down. It was actually a weed, an overgrown weed. uh, And it grew up to look like a tree, but it had no good fruit. It was a perpetrator. And that is what Jesus is talking about. How you got to cut it down. You got to get it at the root. And so that's what's going to happen for those who choose to not repent and do God's will. You know, God gives us ample opportunities to get it right. But if we choose to not, then we choose uh, to go to hell. <laughs> that is just, that's our choice. God gives us a choice. He does not ever, ever, ever go against our choice. And we're the only creatures he made, the only individuals he made that have a choice. All right, so point number two. So how can we determine bad fruit in those who claim to be called by God and uh, really are not? Well, first, their words sound religious, you know, like they know the words, the things to say. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Nothing wrong with saying those things if you really mean it from your heart. But they just know what to say to to get to you. Um, So uh, they know the right things, but their actions... All right, listen to this. Their actions speak otherwise. So we're going to be fruit inspectors. We're not judging. That means we're watching. Watch and pray, the Bible says. We need to be aware. We need to be alert. The Bible says be alert. Don't just fall for the okie doke. We need to be, you know, on point with the Lord. And, and uh, you know, sometimes we fall. We just ask God for forgiveness. And that's repenting and and get back up, get back on track. Then the other way you can tell is they're motivated by money, fame, or power, usually. You can tell, just like the the preacher I told you about, and, and our pastor, I'm so grateful, stopped inviting him because he could see that he wasn't right. You know, he had that word, he taught that word, but then all, everything, that word was now uh, watered down. It was, you know... Uh, infected after he began to talk about the money that he needed and spending so much time on that. And then the other way you can tell is in their teaching, they minimize Christ and glorify themselves. It's all about them. And that, my friend, is extremely dangerous. We don't ever, 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 whatever you do, (laughs) don't ever take God's glory We always give God the glory. Uh, Like that king that took the glory of God. He got eaten inside out by worms in the book of Acts. And he died right there. The people were praising him. Oh, he is a God. He's this. And he said, yes. Basically, he was saying, I am. And then God struck him with that deep illness that had to be very painful. And he died. 
So we don't play with God. We don't take his glory. We don't take advantage of God's people. Uh, we need to be aware as uh, people of God uh, what false prophets look like and how they come in sheep's clothing. But really, as Jesus said, they're ferocious wolves. I'll never forget about three years ago, uh, we were you know, working to get our debt paid off and paid down and an organization came just came to our house, a, a lady and a man, and and uh, they were sharing with us this, you know, organization that they were with that helped you consolidate your bills, and you know, and uh, and and when they consolidated them, uh, they would do it for a lesser amount than what you're paying on them individually. So uh, we, after meeting with them twice, you know, you know, two days in a row. And going over things with a fine tooth comb, and because you know my husband and I have been around the barn a few times, we, and we had certainly have certainly in our lifetime been have been taken advantage of, and we were just didn't know any better, and <laughs> we were just pretty vulnerable. We got all kind of vacuum cleaners and knives, but they they were good, they worked out, but they weren't. It wasn't quite what the way people said it, you know. Uh, but in this case, this one was pretty bad. And uh, they uh, offered, they said, and if anything happens, what we'll do is pay off each of these bills with the lump sum that you will be paying every month. And it was going to save us about $300 a month. And we were like, yeah, we could certainly use that. And after reading over everything and, and it looked good, we signed on the dotted line. And they said, also told us that if you ever are called into court, because that can happen, we will send one of our attorneys with you. They will represent you or they will go and they'll talk to the creditor on your behalf. Well, that didn't happen. I ended up getting called into court last year and this year. And it started in October of last year through just last month I had to go. And I'm grateful that, you know, we had court over the phone. And the judge said, I've strung this out long enough. You know, you're now the creditor wants to file a judgment against you. And it had already been almost a year that they had given me extension after extension. And I'm talking to the organization that's supposed to be helping me with the debt consolidation. And they're now saying, oh, no, we don't send a lawyer with you. Oh, no, we don't do that. Well, that's what you promised me when you came to me. Oh, no, whoever told you that they were wrong. Well, they represented your company. Well, no, they. So anyway, <laughs> that is one of those things. And, and, and it was like, Lord, how did I miss that? I was blindsided with that one. And the Lord is saying, we need to be more vigilant and be aware because there are so many people out there, even more so now than ever. And that is exactly what human traffickers, sex traffickers do. They prey upon your vulnerable vulnerability. And so we need to be aware and teaching more deeply and more intentionally uh, about, uh, of, you know, how to recognize someone that is a human trafficker or sex trafficker. I had like two mothers call me about a year ago, back to back within one week in school whose daughters in the seventh or eighth grade were lured away by the sweet talk of a young man in the school who 
uh, just bedazzled them and made them feel so special. And, and it was someone their age. And he was a perpetrator. He worked for the sex traffickers. He got paid to recruit people in the school. And that is exactly what he was doing. And after a while, after maybe about a month, and he, you know, treated them nicely and did all kinds of things and met the parents. And and the next thing you know, one of the daughters was starting to stay out, stay away overnight, taking clothes out of her closet. Uh, and and the parent knew, and they, <clears throat> the parents were in her, involved in her life that, they did everything for her. It wasn't it wasn't one of those situations where she was neglected at home. And the next thing you know, this person turns them over, takes them to a house and leaves them there uh, with other people that that young lady knew no did not know and and they took advantage. And that young man threatened the family saying, he will kill you, I will kill you, I will harm you, and told the young lady, I will harm your family, I will do this, I will do that. He literally called and threatened the family. And I was grateful that they reached out to me. I was able to reach out to one of my contacts, and they were able to reach out to the sheriff. And now the key is this: the young lady that I know that really uh, teaches a lot about this and who I've learned a lot from, um, Allison Phillips uh, works uh, teaching the police force how to recognize it because they weren't equipped and how to deal with it. And you have to deal with it quickly. The other parent was able to get her daughter uh, just before the young man was able to get the girl into that house. She took her daughter and, uh, and had her um, put into a safe space and kept her there for a couple of months. Uh, Even though the young man threatened them, she did not care. I gave both parents the hotline number to reach uh, the sheriff. This was about a year ago. Uh, I think that now there's more tools accessible uh, accessible to people now uh, in in order to make those calls and, and the police force are getting trained much more intensely on how to recognize it and what to do and how to move quickly. And we too need to be uh, able to recognize this and, and, and teach our children. And this is what Transition Zone will be focusing on a lot of this and teaching families and children uh, how to recognize these false um, people that come in sheep's clothing but are really wolves inside. The key is knowing Jesus. We need to know the Lord. Ultimately, we're going to either go to heaven or hell, and we need to know Jesus as our Savior. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That, my friend, is the key. And it is totally your choice. Jesus never forces himself upon anyone. All right. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus name. 
Amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And please don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others and subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address. And also don't forget to check us out on T-Zone, kc.org. Please become a partner and uh, help us to continue with your support financially to do the work that we're doing. I'll be sharing more with you about what we're doing with the youth. Uh, We just started yesterday and it was great. So uh, we appreciate your support and thank you so much for all that you do. All right, Mighty Warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.